Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. I'm your host Rosa and today I am here with Danielle Mann. So Danielle, you are the owner and creator of River Green Cocktails and these cocktails come in a can already. So tell us about your business and what sets it apart in our local market. Well, thanks for having me, Rosa. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, so River Green Cocktails is, yes, it's a um, local canned cocktail company and we are Kentucky proud. We manufacture everything in Louisville, Kentucky. We um, have three canned cocktails that are in the marketplace right now. Kind of our sticking points for our cocktails is that we are a gin-based spirit. We come in at an ABV of 12% nice. and we are all natural. Ooh. And so we have three cocktails in the market right now. We have a Bee's Knees, which mm -hmm. is made with uh, lemon juice, uh, real honey that we get from a uh, local uh, Kentucky uh, bee farmer. Mm -hmm. He's out of Columbia, Kentucky. Uh, gin and sparkling water. Uh, we have a gimlet that has uh, lime juice, a little bit of cane sugar, gin and sparkling water, and then our last is a greyhound. And it's mm -hmm. made with a Rio red grapefruit juice, Ooh. gin and sparkling water. No sweetener in that one. That sounds so good. I, I like good. Fresca, and that has a lot of, like the grapefruit mm -hmm. flavor. So, mm -hmm. yes. But I want to try all these. These sound really good. I got, I got you hooked up, girl. Yes! <laughs> so, um, they're are they essentially like seltzers? Um, you know, I kind of look at a seltzer mm -hmm. as more of a malt-based, and, and ours okay. are a, a spirit-based, high ABV cocktail. So mm -hmm. Because I, seltzers I, are more like 5% usually? Yeah, usually about a 4.5%, 5% they're coming mm -hmm. in at for the most part. And ours are considered a true cocktail in my opinion. Okay. You know, these are the cocktails that I created mm -hmm. in my kitchen and now I put them mm -hmm. in a can. And I'm not like making anything new. These are mm -hmm. prohibition era cocktails. Mm -hmm. And so if you went to a you know local bar and you asked mm -hmm. for a bee's knees, you know, mm -hmm. they they should understand what that is. Okay. So um, you're not coining the terms no. or anything like that. No. You're providing a classic experience that's accessible and totable where you can like take it with you to a cookout or something yes. like that. And yes. Take them with you is kind of our handle that we use. Obviously, we're not you. saying drink and drive or anything like that. But <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> so that you can take it to your destination where you're going to be with That's your feet correct. on the ground. And, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> you know, safety is important to me. <laughs> now, um, so what gave you, so you said you made these in your house and initially. So... Is this something you've been working on for years? Is this something you planned on? Or did it kind of sneak up on you? Um, definitely snuck up on me. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, this was definitely something that was created during COVID. I um, had more time on my hands during COVID, as a lot of us uh, did at that mm -hmm. time. And with that extra time, I just was playing around with cocktails in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. And... I just started noticing that the canned cocktail industry was taking off and it was mm -hmm. getting very big, especially during this time where True. people were, you know, hitting liquor stores a little more frequently because they mm -hmm. couldn't go to restaurants or bars. Mm -hmm. And that's true. I just noticed, And they would make those mm -hmm. cocktails you could get to go at yes, the time. Absolutely. We had beers with Bashir going on TV <laughs> yeah. at five every yes, day. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was what people were doing, you yeah. know, just to kind of cope and get through. Mm -hmm. And I was doing gin cocktails and yeah. I just noticed that 
it was a part of the canned cocktail industry that was missing. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them are more vodka-based, aren't mm-hmm. they? Vodka, Would you say? tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rum is is definitely making um, its way. Mm-hmm. And then bourbon and whiskey. I, or I do like rum and then bourbon. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and they're coming. But I am a fan of gin. Yeah, I like how it feels, right? So I don't like wine because it gives me like an instant headache mm-hmm. and maybe that's because I've had cheap wine I don't know um <laughs> maybe I have a sulfite allergy but um I don't think that it's like worth it <laughs> to get a headache no, right no, and no. um I feel like I've had really good experiences with gin not like rot gut gin but um tell us about your source of gin so we do not make our own gin. We mm-hmm. source our gin uh, from MGP, which is a really big distillery. Okay. That's pretty uh, well known. It's in Indiana. Okay. And so we blend everything. Mm-hmm. So we use the natural, we have the gin that we mm-hmm. have made by them. And then we blend everything with the uh, natural juices and the natural sweeteners, um, water carbonated, and then we can it. Okay. And so all that's done here in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go to your point, you know, I think that, you know, when you're having a cocktail or you're getting, you know, headaches from cocktails, sometimes mm-hmm. I think it has to do with the extra additives mm-hmm. or, you know, preservatives or different things mm-hmm. that are put well, into a cocktail. And I can't tolerate seltzers very well a lot of the times because it's just like too many bubbles for me. It upsets mm-hmm. my stomach yeah. or something, even if the alcohol is not the problem, right? Yes. So, um, so I assume yours are more like lightly carbonated. Yeah, they're not heavily carbonated and I just think natural is, it just does make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it makes a difference in the way that it tastes and I think it makes a difference in the way that you feel. And I do think there is this trend. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, pretty well known that there's this trend mm-hmm. of people care more about what they're putting in their body. And I realize mm-hmm. I'm not going to say alcohol is good for you. Right. But, but, <laughs> but if you're going to put alcohol in your body, yes. let's make it yes. the best possible. Yes. You know, so there's no hidden ingredients. I mean, mm-hmm. we are juice, sweetener, um, gin, sparkling water. That's it. Yeah. That's pretty simple. And, you know, they say, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Uh, yeah. I agree. Definitely. So, um, you have a job in addition to this, don't yes. you? Yes, do you I want do. to tell us about that at all? So, so, <laughs> so the reason I had more time during COVID is that I am a, a, a physician. I'm still mm-hmm. practicing medicine. Um, I'm an obstetrician and gynecologist. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Rosa. <laughs> um, but, you know, like um, most of us, you know, mm-hmm. my, my job um, was um, limited mm-hmm. um, to a point, and so I found because myself it was having like n- not routine stuff. It was all yes, like it was all emergency stuff. Mm-hmm. So I found myself having more free time than I have had in a very long time. Yeah, since before medical school, I yes, imagine. Yes, absolutely. Has so, it been nonstop for you since then until COVID? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's you know, and so once now that COVID's you know, um, I mean, we're still here, obviously, but we're all back full time. You're back in your routine. Yes, I'm back in my routine. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I ended up starting a cocktail company. Right. <laughs> so, so what did you do? And before, because you were, we were talking before the podcast about how you'll do your job work and then you'll come home and this will still be in your mind and you're having ideas and you're working your business in addition to being a mom and I can relate to that so hard yes. <laughs> but um what were you doing before you had this business 
in your off time? Do you remember? Um, did you have a creative project? I didn't. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's interesting that you say that. I mean, I think we were kind of talking about that before we started the podcast, that this has been an interesting aspect of my life that I never really considered. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur mm -hmm. or that I wanted to do something that was more creative. Okay. And it's been a ride. It's mm -hmm. been a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, yeah. it's busy. I'm not going to lie. It's busy, you know, but I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Before COVID, my husband used to beg me to get a hobby. And I was like... <laughs> I don't think that's how hobbies work. I don't think you just like, I'm going to go make myself do this thing. Yay. And my, this podcast really snuck up on me as well. And I'm like so passionate now about connecting with people in our local community. It is invigorating yes. and exciting to me. It is. Like you're describing. And it doesn't feel like work. It's like, this is what I, like, after I get off work, I can't wait to yes. meet cool people like you and learn what you're doing. Yes, I think that has been just really eye-opening in a good way about the local business community. Mm -hmm. I am just really in awe of how hard people work, mm -hmm. how much, you know, they wrap your arms around you mm -hmm. and, you know, want to pay it forward and be supportive. Mm -hmm. And like I met you at a taste for life yeah. and you were, um, taste of Louisville. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Taste sorry. of Louisville. That's okay. They were like back to back. Fun yeah. Racers. I think I was, I was like taste of Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, taste of Louisville. They were both supporting local restaurants. Yeah. Um, I met you at a taste of Louisville yes. and like the whole thing is about, um, supporting the local restaurants and giving back through like Frankie's family. Frankie's family, yes. Is um, who we were raising money to um, give Angel Tree kids yes. their Christmas. So you're right. It's just such a giving community. Yes, yes. And, and I've met so many people, you know, mm -hmm. um, like yourself. But I mean, it's just been interesting the number of people that I have met through this that mm -hmm. I would have never met if I had yeah. not started this. So I, I consider the whole thing a, a real blessing. Does it give you hope for humanity? <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I say this at like, we're both in healthcare. Okay. Yes. And we have not quit healthcare. <laughs> no, no. Which, and I think this is why, because having found these connections with other people and finding a hope for humanity, <laughs> we're able to be like, okay, it's more than just what we see when we go to work and we see some of the worst things happen. We're like, that's not all there is. It's, it's an outlet for mm -hmm. sure. You know, it's yeah. an outlet. So, you know, it's certainly um, surprising to me. One, that I started it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And two, um, how much I'm enjoying it. You know, it's, you know, like people keep asking me, you know, it's like, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? And I do, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just, if you asked me two years ago, I was not going to be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. No, so absolutely. how am I supposed to plan yeah. for five years from it, now? It, right? It's it's tough, but mm -hmm. you know, I, it's just, you know, just you know, one door opens, walk mm -hmm. through it and see what happens next. So what is the next step for River Green Cocktails? Well, the, the biggest thing that's happened for us recently, so, mm -hmm. well, we got on liquor store shelves about a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and we were, you know, in Total Wine and here in Lexington, a bunch of the Evergreen and Coxes and a bunch of local liquor stores around here, mm -hmm. um, and recently we got into Kroger Wine and Spirit Shops, so that's nice. really 
been exciting for us. One, yeah. because Kroger is really supportive of local brands. They, they are. They really are. And they, they mm-hmm. like to elevate Kentucky Proud products, mm-hmm. which we are. And so that has now taken us throughout the state of Kentucky. Yeah. And so this has been a recent thing for us. So um, we were uh, just got into our first Kroger liquor store a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, wow. That is recent. Yeah. So, but we are in multiple cities across the state. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited about what opportunities are going to open from this. Yeah, definitely. Because you have a really great product and I am excited about there being gin involved and it being portable <laughs> and accessible. But That's like, the point, right? One of my best friends is allergic to juniper and so it's not an option for her. No. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want beer, so <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> So, um, have you seen a good, do you feel like a good representation of people who enjoy your cocktails are men and women, or do you feel like you have a primarily female demographic? Interesting question. So if if you read stats at all, which I I do, Mm -hmm. um, they say about 60% of people who buy RTDs or ready to drink cocktails Mm -hmm. are women. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's. I don't really know if that's because of the way they taste or because they shop more or because that, that they're is. probably more likely to be the one getting the groceries. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I'm Even not sure, so. but I, I think I have a good mix. Yeah. You know, I mean, I actually was just came from doing a tasting at Kroger and prospect mm-hmm. and, and how'd that go with it your went fantastic. Cause you had probably men and women coming I did, through. But I had mostly men I mm-hmm. would say who purchased, you know, I, I do find that a certain, it's it's different who tends to like one of my drinks. I find that men tend to like my Greyhound cocktail oh. more, and women tend to like my Bee's Knees. Is that again, before kind of or after between. they know the name of it? Um, af- um, after they taste it. After they taste it, they'll mm-hmm. tell you, and then you'll tell them the name of it? They usually know the name, but okay. um, even though these are known cocktails, mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people don't know yeah, I didn't know what the they are. Of them. You know, I mean, so some people know the gimlet, but the greyhound yes. and these knees are new to people. Yeah, I I was not familiar. How did you learn about that? Like in college or? Uh, actually, research. Okay, like you just I just Googled started. It, well, you know, I went down a rabbit hole during oh, COVID with all that extra free time. Yeah, because I was making cocktails with gin, mm-hmm. and I just was noticing there weren't gin cocktails. So I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder what type of gin cocktails are out there. Yeah, and so I ended up choosing these three okay. because I. I thought they tasted good. Yeah. And so you tried a few more that you didn't like as mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. And I really wanted kind of a basic cocktail. I mean, mm-hmm. there's certainly more extravagant, you know, cocktails with more ingredients. And I really kind of wanted that basic, you yes. know, real ingredients, something mm-hmm. that I could actually put in a can and be duplicatable and it. be able to locally source like the honey you were yes. talking about. Yes, right. Absolutely. So can I ask what is your favorite house gin to keep at home and use for your experimentation? Oh, I use my own gin now. Oh, right. Experiment. From your source? Yes, yes. Sorry, I don't, I'm not familiar with them. Do they source any of the local brands we might know? Probably. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know if that's know known okay. information or not. Because they okay. are really, I mean, because they're just a really big distillery. Yeah. And so they make a lot of different, a lot of different um, okay. spirits. Mm-hmm. that maybe you wouldn't know if you looked at the back of the bottle, maybe. Okay. You know? I, I might have to do that. Yeah. What was it called again? M- MGP. MGP. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look MGP at all the back of the bottles now yeah. and be like, I know, MGP goes in River King cocktails. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. it's going to make it even more exciting to read labels. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
So, um, I really like gins that have their own flavor. Like I can just put them on ice or something and enjoy those botanical flavors mm-hmm. that they'll add to it. Do you have any like flavored gins that you really like? I, have you had Roku gin? I have not had Roku gin. I like, um, I like Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, um, Bombay Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And those are used in a lot of mixed drinks and stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. just depending on what you want to do with it. But I like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm also an old school martini girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. The keeping it dry. <laughs> <laughs> do you like your dry martini? I'm with a little bit of, a little, little dirty, but yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't like olives either. So I like it more su- on the sweet side, but not like too sweet yeah you're gonna like my bee's knees i am i'm really (laughs) excited about it now but i might have to let you try some of my roku gin just okay 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 so um thank you so much for making the time to come out here and how can people get up to date if they're listening to this podcast like a year from now um how are they gonna find where to find you best so if you get onto our Instagram, which mm-hmm. is River Green Cocktails, we have a map on there that we're constantly updating. Ooh. And so you can find us there. That's high tech. I love it. <laughs> I'm trying. A lot of my local business owners don't have <laughs> that I mean, kind of we're, map we're to work with. We're trying. So. We're trying. But like, for now, you know, um, I mean, we're in a lot of local places in Louisville, mm-hmm. but certainly in Kroger, yes, right? Yes, but I'm giving a shout out to Kroger because I'm really excited about um, them taking us on. Ooh, question. So if I go to Kroger, mm-hmm. um, would I find you just in like the liquor store section or would you be in the grocery store section? It has to be the liquor store okay. section because we are spirit. Okay. And so um, in the state of Kentucky, uh-huh. you can't carry spirits in a Kroger store. And Ooh. it's different states or have different rules. Interesting. So mm-hmm. maybe at Target, but not at Kroger? <laughs> not at Is Kroger. Is that a, okay. Not huh. at Kroger. That's interesting. Yeah. Man, I learned so much every time I interview somebody. <laughs> it's like yes, that's why yeah. you'll see like um, things like white claws or things, but those are malt based. Mm-hmm. They're beer based, basically. So right. anything in a Kroger is going to be beer based or malt based. And it's not about the percentage ABV either, because you no. can find twelve percent. You can find a high powered mm-hmm. IPA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at eight nine percent is not unusual. Isn't that a little bit of a double standard? <laughs> Girl, don't get me started. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> it's it's very political. Well, this is how I learned my politics, talking to people about alcohol. Don't yeah, you right. Know? <laughs> well, follow River Green Cocktails on Instagram so you can find out where to find it. And I will be trying the Bee's Knees, the Gimlet, and the Greyhound. And I'll post my um, response and review on Instagram as well at on at Lou Food Reviews. So subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review. Let me know what you think. Let me know um, what local restaurants or businesses I need to find out more about because I am just insatiably curious. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for having me. Bye.